and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. This is a creature feature episode where I look at cryptids. I'll describe them, delve into their history, look at some eyewitness accounts and look at what they might be. Research is as academic as possible and references will be given after the story. This week's creature is the jackalope. The jackalope is a creature from Wyoming, but it has also been spotted in Colorado, Nebraska, and New Mexico as well. It has a German cousin, the Wolpertinga, and a Swedish cousin, the Skvada. It is one of the most iconic American cryptids, second only to Bigfoot. It's often believed that the jackalope was first spotted in 1939, but there are stories of it from as early as 1829, the 16th century, or even 500 years before that. The story from the 16th century has a portrait of one to go with it. As early as 1829, cowboys in Wyoming sang songs to their cattle on nights where there were thunderstorms due. But when they did, they would hear their own voice being sung back to them. Not by the cows though. Nighttime and before thunderstorms are said to be the only time that the jackalope can be found, usually by mimicking what they hear. It was said that if a flask of whiskey was set out on those nights, the jackalope would drink its fill of whiskey and be much easier to hunt. The first confirmed sighting of the jackalope was in 1939, when Douglas Herrick accidentally killed one on a hunting trip for rabbits. He didn't spot it until he managed to get back to his shop in Douglas, Wyoming. This is where the official sightings end. After the 1939 discovery, Herrick managed to find more and more jackalopes. He taxidermied their heads and sometimes their whole bodies and sold them as curios. One man named Roy Ball bought a jackalope head and displayed it in his hotel until 1977 when it was stolen. In the 1940s, Douglas, Wyoming crowned itself as the jackalope capital of the world, adding it into the brochures and tourism advertising they provided. This continued until 1965, when an eight-foot concrete statue of the jackalope was placed in downtown Douglas. To this day, jackalope imagery can be found on park benches, fire trucks, motel signs, and even a 13-foot cutout on a hillside. Entering Douglas will net you warnings about the jackalope, and signs can be found all over warning people that the jackalopes may be nearby. Every year, Douglas hosts the annual Jackalope Day in June. Events include a mini monster truck obstacle course, mud volleyball tournaments, a motorcycle show and rally, 
The Greased Pig Run, and others. It's designed to bring tourists in who want to catch a glimpse of the fabled jackalope. Hunters can apply for a jackalope hunting license, which legally allows the owner to hunt jackalope in Converse County, Wyoming. The permit allows for one specimen to be captured or killed on June 31st between sunrise and sunset. Failure to obtain the license within Converse County can result in a fine of $13 or 13 months of hard play in Douglas, Wyoming. Of course, anyone paying attention would have heard me say a date that doesn't exist and nobody knows what hard play is. The jackalope hunting license states that any captured jackalope is to be taken to any tavern in Converse County. It will then be catalogued and certified while the hunter is debriefed and sobered up. One of the rules for the permit is that the owner must not have an IQ over 72. One rumour suggests that the origins of the jackalope were once in the folk song, Home on the Range. This rumour says that the lyrics used to say that the home on the range was where the deer and the antelope played with the jackrabbit. Apparently, this was censored when people were offended. description of the jackalope. It looks like a jackrabbit with antlers. That's it. Well, there is a little more actually. They're considerably larger than a jackrabbit apparently. Even the females have antlers according to the legend, which means that there's almost no way to tell if they're male or female, which could be a problem because the females have a very useful secret. According to legend, the female jackalope can secrete a milk that has a panacea effect. A panacea can cure most, if not all, illnesses and is extremely valuable. The whiskey trick can be employed here to get the jackalope to go to sleep so that it can be milked. Needing to be asleep is really important for milking or capturing a jackalope. They're famously aggressive. It's said that people who have come into contact with the jackalope have come away with gouges taken out of them. It's suggested that hunters wear stovepipes on their legs when they're hunting the creature. In terms of powers, the jackalope's milk isn't the oddest thing it can do. Jackalope are able to mimic voices, talk, and even sing. It's very similar to a parrot and only happens at night before thunderstorms, which just so happens to be the only time the jackalope will mate as well. Surprisingly, there's actually a few theories about the jackalope. Aside from the hoax theory, 
which is insanely valid in this one, there are a couple of thoughts and a scientific answer. The first theory is the hoax theory. This one actually has some weight to it, so it's in this bit and not in the story. Do you remember Douglas Herrick from earlier? Well, he's the reason the jackalope is so popular today. He didn't accidentally kill the jackalope. He threw his rabbits down on the floor of his shop and it landed in front of a pair of antlers. His brother, Ralph, thought it looked good and suggested that they mount it that way, giving birth to the jackalope as we know it today. The second theory is that the jackalope is a descendant of Manabozo, a Native American trickster god. He is also known as the Great Hare. Manabozo was very defensive of his family, but was known for creating a lot of medical information to help man. His offspring would have their magical abilities and healing milk from his power. The final theory today is the scientific explanation. Scientists procured some of the antlers of the jackalope in the 1930s. They had a hunch that something was causing the growths and that the creatures were just rabbits after all. The scientist ground up the horns, made a solution and filtered it so that only viruses could get through. The new liquid was applied to the heads of healthy rabbits and they also grew horns. What they had just discovered was Shope papillomavirus. Humans also have a strain of the papillomavirus, HPV. The difference between the two is that Shope papillomavirus causes keratin buildup that can grow out of a rabbit like horns. These growths are isolated to the rabbit's head and face and can even grow out of their mouth, which causes them to starve to death. This could explain sightings of the jackalope and is a viral problem in some rabbits. The ones with antlers might be a bit more difficult to explain though. Either way, if you're in Douglas, Wyoming at the end of June, grab yourself a hunting permit and a flask of whiskey. Who knows what you might attract? The description and history of today's creature came from a mythology.net article called Jackalope, a Legends of America article called Jackalopes of Wyoming, Myth or Reality, and an ATI article called The Story of the Jackalope, the legendary rabbit with antlers said to roam Wyoming. The eyewitness reports came from the mythology.net article and a Wired article called Fantastically Wrong, the disturbing reality that spawned the mythical jackalope. The theories from today came from the Wired article and the mythology.net article. References for the episode will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree, and as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month 
and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open up a new email, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events, and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, April 13th, not the 16th, like I said in the main episode. And next week's Creature Feature will be released on April 16th. So hold on until then. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.